Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another sub, 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 sub segment. <laughs> I like to add as many subs as I can. Fictional women around the world. And as promised, today we're going to discuss Nadia from the FX show, What We Do in the Shadows. I was going to put a buffer in between doing this one and Officer O'Leary from Wellington Paranormal. But I was like, oh, but the show just came out. We're moving into fall. We're moving into spooky seasons. So I wanted to go ahead and just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. And you can see our last fictional Women Around the World episode on Officer O'Leary. And also, yes, my previous guest episode on Movie Crush where I talked about the movie, What We Do in the Shadows. And yeah, the the third season did just come out. There's going to be some brief, vague spoilers. I don't imagine we're going to go into anything in depth. But if you're really like, don't want to be spoiled, then come back later. Come back later. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, so let's let's just start it off. Again, the 2014 movie was created by Taka Watiti and Jemaine Clement. And I'm really having a hard time doing the New Zealand Jemaine. Jemaine. It's really yes. bad. I'm yes. so sorry to those who just heard that because of the <laughs> uh, show Flight of the Concords. Right. Like, I mm-hmm. can't get it out of my head. Mm-hmm. But they are both obviously involved with the show, which debuted in 2019. And yeah, just like the other show, Wellington Paranormal, both delightful. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty similar format to the movie. It's a mockumentary about vampires and Nandor, Laszlo, Nadja, and Colin, and Nandor's familiar, Guillermo, who was in Atlanta just recently, yep. as they navigate werewolves, zombies, city council meetings, citizenships, family, and the vampiric council. Yes, Yes, um, I do have a funny, I mean, it's not funny, but like a couple years ago when I was at Dragon Con, I dressed, you were there, I dressed as Hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon, which is a children's movie, and we were at a party, and this guy dressed as Nandor from What We Do in the Shadows would not leave me alone, and it was just like the dichotomy of our costumes together, (laughs) and my friends being like, Look, dude, she's dressed as a children's character. <laughs> you just back off. <laughs> and he coughed and like left in a fury and it was very in character. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, today we're talking about Nadja. Um, Nadja of Antipaxos, played by Natasia Dimitrio, um, who is an over 500-year-old vampire. And kind of what we talked about with Officer O'Leary, we even mentioned this at the end of that episode, she is the most competent Of the vampires, I guess you could argue her and Colin are kind of in the running. But of like the three non-energy vampire vampires, she's definitely number one. (laughs) It's even a running joke on the show that all these male vampires talk about is their dicks and farts. And what is she doing with her life by staying with them? (laughs) Several times she has to bail them out. One of the biggest examples I can think of is when they all somehow get captured by animal control. (laughs) (laughs) And she has to go and like immediately gets them out so easily. She's fierce, violent, determined, and loyal in the way that vampires are. Um, Because they have different views on monogamy, I'll say. She's quick to anger, vindictive, superstitious, proud, and wants more power. And she's very open about her sexuality and desires. That's one thing I love about it. Nadia grew up poor and her mother was eaten by a bear when she was a child. When she was turned into a vampire, she was cast out from her family and her village. 
Many years later, she seduced the Englishman, Laszlo Cravensworth, and turned him into a vampire. And they've been in a loving relationship ever since. And I do, I love their relationship and how in their very vampire weird way, they're very committed to each other. Even <laughs> though, yes, <laughs> monogamy is different in this vampire world. But still, they love each other. One of the interesting things about her character is the relationship she has with other women on the show. So for for example, in the first season, she turns Jenna, who is this human, LARPing, assumed virgin, she turns Jenna into a vampire because she kind of feels like Jenna is not getting the respect she deserves. She's being treated poorly by the other dudes. And Nadia guides her into finding her power. And a big part of that storyline too is they go to a frat party Mm-hmm. And Nadia like yelling at men about not respecting her Arjena. And it was very <laughs> enjoyable. Right. Even though you feel weird when you're like, oh, she just totally killed that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten to that part yet. I'm slowly watching it. It's been a minute. Uh, I tried to watch it a while ago and I came back to it. But yeah, I did just recently watch the scene where she turns Jenna mm-hmm. and the conversation. Like she sees herself being treated poorly by men in the past. And so therefore, and being the only woman in a group of men, she Mm -hmm. needed to help her gain her power Mm -hmm. and find her way. Which, by the way, I don't know if you know this, and I had to explain this to my partner, that is played by Beanie Feldstein, who is Jonah Hill's sister, who is, I think she won something. Yeah, she won an award for Booksmart. And now Mm -hmm. she's about to be in a huge Broadway play. So yeah, Yeah. tiny character, giant actor. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. No, she kind of suddenly disappears from the show and you're like, uh-huh. She got famous. <laughs> she, she got real famous. <laughs> There's also, they play a lot on the women hating women trope. So a bit later on, I believe in the second season, we meet Lilith, uh, who is a witch who kidnaps Laszlo and Nandor for their sperm. And Lilith and Nadia were best friends until Lilith slept with Laszlo. And that was a moment where I'm like, I don't know, because Nadia's really... She's generally very vindictive, <laughs> but she is kind of like equal opportunity vindictive, but I think because we've seen that trope so many times of like, oh, you slept with my my man and now we're fighting kind of thing that I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know about this storyline. <laughs> but I don't know if they heard that critique or, or maybe like they were just very aware of it when they did it. But in the most recent episode, we meet Gail the werewolf. <laughs> werewolf. <laughs> such a fun conversation. <laughs> werewolf. Gail, Gail the werewolf, who is with is a love interest of Nandor on and off love interest. And it's a running joke throughout that episode that Nadia likes Gail. And, but she'll say something very minor, like, I'm afraid Gail's going to break Nandor's heart. And Lazo will be like, oh, you hate her. You've made your feelings perfectly clear. Um, like, they all joke that she hates Gail. She's the one that hates Gail. And she keeps us like, no, I like her. <laughs> <laughs> but she even says, like, it's because we're two women, right? Like, have to make this cat fight between us. And then there is something else I find interesting about her character is there's an episode where they communicate with their ghost 
as vampires because technically their human selves have died. So they summon like their ghost and they do their unfinished business um, with the ghost. Nadia's ghost is like, what are you doing? You have so much potential. What are you doing with your time? Why are you hanging around with these? Why are you hanging out with these dummies wasting your, your eternal life? But then they connect, like they're the same and they connect on such a close level that Nadia gets the ghost of her human self to possess this really creepy looking doll. <laughs> and now she is a character on the show, the Nadia doll. Um, and they kind of get up to shenanigans together. And when the dudes of the house are being insufferable, they kind of, they talk it out. But that's another example I find of like, it's just interesting to me how many examples I can think of of people loving themselves, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, an interesting she's, concept. It is, it is. I can't wait till we talk about Loki. I've got a lot of thoughts about it. Yeah, um, true. <laughs> yeah, but also... Her, it kind of feels like she just, she really does want more female companionship in her life. And there's several episodes where she, we get to see into her past and and find out that she did have close women friends and that she misses them and um, her relationship with her mother, which is really fascinating. I won't say it's healthy, but she clearly cared about her mother. Um, so that they're there. We just don't get to see them that much. And I feel like the doll is sort of a, she's trying for, to have this companionship and we'll see where that goes. Now we've got Kristen Shaw kind of involved hmm. in, in there. So I don't know what's going to happen with their relationship. Fantastic. And then another thing, like this is just something, it's not only this show But for sure, I've had like kind of moments of anxiety around like, she'll use these problematic sexist insults. And I get, because it's, you know, they're vampires and they they say things very strangely and their accents are interesting. And it's just supposed to be they're out of touch and they're old and they haven't learned how to adapt to our modern world in a lot of ways. But it does come up a lot where they'll say like, uh, you know, are you soft like a girl or are you a or all those those kinds of things. And she'll say them. And so that's just something else that I'm like, I, I, get, I get where you're coming from. And she's definitely not, like, she's got a lot of issues. <laughs> she's got a lot of issues. She's violent and cruel in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, tender and caring in a lot of ways. That's what makes her an interesting character. But that has been something else that's kind of given me pause around, around that. Mm-hmm. That being said, I adore this show, the Mark Hamill episode, Thing of Beauty. <laughs> and I, I really recommend it. And I read a lot of articles about how, because this came out before Wellington Paranormal and people were saying like, this is what what we do in the shadows really needed because the first one was pretty much, as is made the joke in the movie, a sausage fest. Like it's mostly just dudes. And how her character has been so funny and interesting and I love how open she is about like her sexuality and her desires and wants and how she's so power hungry (laughs) and not ashamed of it at all so she yeah she's really she's a good addition to it and she's really interesting yeah recommend recommend delight it's a delight yes it is so that brings us to the end of this sub 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 s
so many sub-segments <laughs> of fictional women around the world. But as always, we love getting your suggestions, listeners. If you would like to send those to us, you can. Our email is stuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram at Stuff I'm Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Also an asset. Oh, yes. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 